everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 182. We are that podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ranma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Avalon. And evidently, Winamp screwed up one more time, because there was supposed to be one more song before the end of the pre-show. <laughs> That's alright. Uh. Yeah, I, I slowly await the newest version of Winamp that's supposed to be coming out, hopefully, the end of this year, maybe, if that, if we can get a chance at that, you know? I say don't hold your breath. Well, they did update the um the streaming application. I haven't tried it out yet. I'm not sure if I really want to. <sighs> we are live tonight, week of September 16, 2014, on the Vogue Network, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and replays Thursdays at 1. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clans such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG. Or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash network. There is an IRC link that will take care of it for you. Come on in. Check-ins are, all, are open. Come swing by the forums. The water is fine, and the brew and alcoholic beverages are chilling. Hopefully they're chilling, unless someone decided to drink them all. Or the refrigeration failed again. Eh, stranger shit has happened. <laughs> God. Yeah. Alright, let's go ahead and um, kick things off with how was your week, how was your day? Start with Ari. Well, you have no idea how glad I am to finally be back at work. Cabin fever much? Well, not, not entirely that. It's just that I didn't get a paycheck last week, what with not being able to work. Oh. So I've had to get by on you know, on the little money that I had left in my account. Understandable. And, but thanks to some of finagling my schedule, since I have the uh, whole weekend off so I can hang out with you guys. So between uh, Thursday and this Friday, it's going to be nine straight days of working. And, for what it's worth, almost every day so far, my uh, employers have granted me overtime. Well, that makes up for it, then. Mm. Yeah, they even even told me, yeah, yeah, you're probably itching to get back, and I know you lost a lot of money. So, here's 16 hours of overtime so far. Nice. Yeah, like I've said before, I do not understand how people can, can willfully sit at home and do nothing and not have a job. Let's not go into that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I got stored. retired or work out of the home, that I can understand, but... Yeah, I got sto- stories about that. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 as bored as I get, I kind of enjoy, you know, staying home and reading all day. You are such I mean, a... I like days off from work and whatnot because, you know, I'm actually... You know, working. But, you are you know, such a book slut. Instead of periods that aren't vacation, <laughs> at the very least, I have a 
I have a Coke bottle full of change that I'm going to go open for this weekend because I don't have any money otherwise. Hmm. So it looks pretty full, though. It's the fullest it's been in a while. So. Awesome. Also, my car got a recall due to a part issue, and that's got to be taken over to the dealership to get fixed tomorrow. At least it's free. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, uh been fighting with my computer to try and get some writing progress done only for it to crash on me. Hmm. But uh, other than that, you know, things are starting to look up at least a little. That's good. There's always a silver lining, you know? Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm looking forward to get this weekend and getting drunk with everybody. Mm. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that's how things work for me. Awesome. Let's see if this works. Okay. Makachan, how was your week and how was your day? Um, it's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this weekend I had family out, so uh, it was interesting to say the least. Um, we got much later starts than I would have preferred. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, Saturday, um, we were gonna go to the shore and ended up not. And that's mostly because of the raining. But we were gonna go out and go shopping and things like that. And we didn't leave the house until 6 when we went to dinner. And whose fault was that? Uh, actually, my cousins and her boyfriend. Like I said. <clears throat> or insinuate it. Yeah. Impl implied? Yep. Yeah. Well, he was fixing my mother's truck, but mm. it took a while to, I guess, get motivated to fix the truck. And then Sunday was the same thing. Um, Saturday, he looked at everything that needed to be done, and Sunday... He was going to get up early and go get the parts and fix the truck, and we didn't leave to go to the shore until 3 o'clock. Wow. So, yeah. Um, I spent most of the weekend on my phone or playing Animal Crossing. Waiting for everybody to get ready. Mm. <laughs> Did you do any new trades? Um, not really. Hmm. Well, okay. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, I've been trying to get some stuff together for this weekend. Started cleaning my room today. Um, it's the first time that I'm actually hoping that he's only got me working three days, uh, four days next week. Mm-hmm. And giving me Thursday off so that I actually have time to finish cleaning my room. Ah. Because... My room is a total mess. Oh, better get that dump truck. Yeah, uh, uh, it took me an hour, and I already filled up a garbage bag. And that's not even, you know, into my room yet. That's just by my door. It's Yikes. bad. I'm sure your cats love all that stuff being thrown around. Um... Damien has tried to get into everything, but Storm just is used to it. Yeah. <laughs> she just jumps over everything to get onto the bed. 
It's like out of my way. Yeah, but with the weird hours I've been working, it's just, you know, I don't feel like coming home and cleaning. I don't feel like coming home and doing laundry and then putting the laundry away. So, unfortunately, everything kind of just piled up. Gotcha. All right. Let's see. Avalon! Hi. Sup? Nothing. How you been? Eh. Just you eh. thrilled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my uh, week has been fairly rough. Um, I have been... I finally... The good news is that I finally got some uh, fabric to make uh, my two newest costumes for New York Comic Con, so I'm really excited about that. I was actually cutting out pieces of pleather before uh, I was getting online to do this. And I love pleather so much. Mm. I like I have three and a half yards of pleather spandex, and I just rolled around in it, and I made myself a pleather spandex burrito. <laughs> so you're going to morph uh, into a burrito now? Yeah. <laughs> mm. But, I mean, other than that, I have been rushing between applying for actual art jobs. I have been doing commission work to get extra money and uh just just a lot of stuff and things it's a channel rick rhymes a lot of stuff and things going on in my life i believe that you're one little busy bee i know i just uh i mean it's not that i need a vacation but i need a fucking vacation you just and need new york comic con can't come soon enough for some people they just want a vacation where they, can, they will just go two towns over and just relax or stay in their room. For you, it's conventions. I know that feel. I know that feel. Yeah. And both also, for some people. Yep. Yeah, and also I'm really excited because turns out that New York Comic Con this year falls on my first anniversary with my boyfriend, so... Aww. <laughs> Aww. Oh, shut up. What? Aww. Shut up, Marco. That's Aww. so precious. Marco, I will shove a wine bottle so far down in your throat, you I won't be able to hear you say mm, anymore. Kinky. Unless here you go, <laughs> Kinky, kinky. Gentlemen, I present more corn. <laughs> it's not different at all, is it, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> and if we go it's to funny ch- that mm-hmm. Boku no sexual har- harassment just pretty much uses. More corn in their uh, little like pre- press releases, for, you know, for like promo or whatnot, mm-hmm. because because of the uh, AMV Hill movie. And if we go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, um, Ranger Serena goes, "Aww." Ranger Serena, um, go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> and Hockey Comet says, "Make it Sonic fast." <laughs> Uh, okay. I want to go watch Aqua Teen, like the earlier seasons. I just want to watch the Doctor, we- uh, the Doctor Weird segments. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're great. For a second, I thought you were gonna say Doctor Who, and my first thought, I have to watch on uh, last week's episode, so I-, I gotta sit down and do it. Get on that. Well, Thanks it'll probably happen tomorrow. Doctor Weird as an incarnation of Doctor Who. Thanks for that. Doctor Grumpy Cat. 
Mm -hmm. no, no, because now I'm imagining Peter Capaldi saying my ass has finally decided to eat my hand. <laughs> I'm not a hugger. I am not a hugger. Alright. Alright, so things have been kind of interesting. I actually went out and I was actually being social over the weekend with some people. It was, I know, it was a shocker. But, um... I hung yeah, out with and, and I'm upset about missing out on Saturday night. See, the funny thing is, I didn't even know uh, AJ was coming. She said she might be coming, but she was texting me throughout the day, and I was about to go head up, meet up with some friends at a diner. And after that, we went to our usual bar, drank beer, did shots. We kind of did our own variant of the bar crawl. Woke up the uh, following morning like, I think I had a little bit too much booze and a little bit too much food. But... Mm. It was, all, it was all good. Couldn't complain about that. Um, I come home today to a very interesting package. If you remember a few episodes back, I mentioned that I had asked uh, Deekman from OLR to get me uh, the Canadian uh, chips for, you know, do, do us a flavor. I got three out of the four. I'm not going to complain. I'll ask him if he can ship me the fourth one, and I'll definitely pay for that. But No, he said he can't find it. That's probably what it is. It's probably that damn good. Actually, he said it's that damn bad. Oh, shit! <laughs> he said that it's very possible that they just stopped making it already. Oh. Tazaki was one of the flavors, like, you know, for, like, gyros. It was that. Oh. Ew. But, um... Here are the other flavors that I have. Jalapeno mac and cheese. That sounds really good. Cinnamon bun. Maybe. <laughs> and I could, I could probably announce this one. I could probably imagine Avalon and Mako-chan's hearts just stopping for like two seconds. Bacon poutine. Yeah, you're bringing that this weekend, right? No. 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 Yeah, you're bringing that this weekend, right? I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. Uh, <laughs> you're giving it to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to hook me up, too, right? <laughs> oh, y'all's a funny. Y'all funny. <laughs> Sure, I'll bring some as long as you each chip in five bucks. Chip in, get it? <laughs> by, by the way, did you finally try the wasabi and ginger? Yeah, they're actually not bad. They're the only ones I liked. It has I, a, actually, I haven't tried bacon, mac, and cheese yet. That's the only one I haven't tried. Avalon, don't you have friends in Canada? No. She, she's talking about our flavors. Oh, okay. Yeah, bacon, mac, and cheese, ding dong. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the, of the bacon poutine and the jalapeno mac and cheese. I'm sorry. Just, just shove chips in your face and shut up. I'll run the show. Hey! <laughs> fine, fine. Munch, munch, munch. Mmm, tasty. And also, let's see, what else happened? I finally got new memory for my computer, but unfortunately, it doesn't work. Oh, ow. Yeah. It's the type of memory that it is my board isn't compatible with, so I spoke to my the tech that I got it from, and he's like, evidently the memory is older than my board, 
So I'm guessing at the time when my board came out, it was only compatible with certain stuff. So when I do my new build out, it'll work. And also, starting tomorrow, I'm looking at overtime for probably for the next two to three weeks, and I might be dead from it. Hey, it's money. I know. Yeah, yeah, but, yes, I'll be working eight to five. Not we have to get up at 5.45 in the morning. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he's got an hour or so commute. Hour 15, even with... That, actually, hour 20, that includes me walking to the, all the trains and stuff like that. Ouch. Well, because of the fact that you have to um, get into work so early, it might be easier, at least train-wise and crowding-wise... I hope so. I'm also so, going to check the times of NJ Transit and see how that times work if I can go up straight to Penn Station, but I doubt it. Mm. God. So, um, get this. Mm. Um, my favorite bar in Brooklyn, they had t-shirts for sale that I did not realize. Oh. So I was unable to get one. And they've got this whole comment section on the uh, shirts. And I said, you know, crap, I've been working crazy hours and I missed it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some really nice dude said that um, he felt bad. And if I wanted to, I could grab his shirt. Phrasing. No, and I think that's pretty cool because on Reddit they have what's called random acts, random acts of Amazon. Where, you know... They gift people stuff off of each other's Amazon wish lists and stuff like that. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I said that he could keep his shirt and that it was really cool that he offered. And his his words were, I don't know you, but geeks need to stick together and help each other. That is Aww. cool. That is freaking awesome. Oh, just wait till you see the shirt that I got you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. That's okay. I freaked out D uh, DJ AJ when I asked her w what size shirt she was, because um, I had gone to Hot Topic, and I picked up the limited edition um, MLP Rarity collectible, so. And they had, you know how they have all the shirts up there? They had mm -hmm. a, a officially licensed Homestuck shirt. They have a what? Yeah, at Hot Topic. They have officially licensed Homestuck shirt. I'm surprised you didn't say anything when I posted a picture, when the picture was posted. And right now, Avalon is on Hot Topic's website um, placing an order. Yeah, I know she's wearing it this weekend. She's yep. like, I don't care, I'm wearing it this weekend. I said, well, I don't care. And also, I picked up today uh, Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm Curtain Call. So, at least I have a I game to play. Yeah, at least I have a, a new game to play on the train tomorrow. Mm. Alright, and we look into the chat room real quick at live.vognetwork.com. Dungeon Buster goes, Overtime Monies. Hockey Common follows up with, Got Red Bull, Ronma? I don't drink Red Bull. I drink coffee. Lots and lots of coffee. Mm-hmm. And Ranger Serena says, Pimp Daddy Ron, we're going to make it rain in the dealer's room. Oh, you're funny. <laughs> and she follows up with Geeks Unite, which is pretty awesome. I don't make it rain in the dealer's room. I ain't got money like that anymore. <laughs> Shit. I got bills nowadays. 
All my all my days of making it rain in the dealer's room caught up with me when I see the credit card bills from Capital One. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, at least one of them is paid off. So, anywho, I'm doing a little old school for um for the first break. So we're gonna take a break. When we get back, we got some news to cover, and I got a rant about some something that's yeah. Oh boy. Cover. Oh, definitely. Grab your helmet. Bend over, grab your ass. It's going to be a big one. And we'll be back.
Uh, nothing like the old school to kind of give it a little bit of kick, a little bit of flair, you know. I love Excel Saga. You're really taking us back on that one. Yeah, you know what's really sad? The box mm-hmm. set is still sealed sitting on my shelf. Ah, uh, Excel Saga was awesome. I know, plus it was 10 bucks on Funimation sites. So I had to pick it up. Nice. Yoink. Hell yeah. And I will eventually cosplay Hyatt. And don't forget, Funimation is putting out the Cowboy Bebop box set. Yep. $89.99 at Amazon. Damn. No, it's coming with limited edition artwork and art book. Yeah, I already pre-ordered it. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah, it's coming in a metal tin and everything. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely getting my hands on this. Yeah, $80 I cannot afford. Well, the regular one is like 40 bucks on um right stuff. Yeah, 40 bucks I cannot afford. <laughs> oh, low. Wee's Poe. Po. She'll be she'll be trying to find it through alternate means, aka borrowing the DVDs from me. Possibly. <clears throat> Which she will force you to bar to lend out to her under duress. Yeah, possibly. But um, she'll thrash you with the tin. Mm, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mako, um, Hockey Kama has a question for you. Oh. He he wants to know that he get ga- you gather that you think Excel Saga is excellent. That was not punny. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was bad, and you should feel bad. You should be punished. No, I meant you for your pun. I know, but <laughs> I'm saying he should be punished. Yeah. And Nemesis says he'd rather get the Bondi Legends version. Yeah, good luck with that. That's out of print. And even if it's not out of print, any Bondi DVDs are usually like double or triple the amount. I'll sit here and wait for Funimation to grab Gundam Wings so I can get the box set for 30 bucks. But anywho. Yes. Alright. Yes. I-, I need Gundam Ring. Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing. <laughs> well, before we start down on tonight's show, I'm pissed. Earlier tonight, I was pissed, angry, upset, totally emotional over... I've had a love-hate relationship with the black cosplay community. They always get up in arms about them when it's not... when it shouldn't be about them in the first place. So, in case you haven't heard, a kid in in Utah was shot, was gunned down by the police. It seems that a cosplayer was shot on his way to a convention last weekend. Which, in turn, made the black cosplay community go up in arms and start screaming and freaking out about the fact that they might get shot going to a convention. Three words. Calm your tits. Number one. He was not cosplaying Mugen from Samurai Champloo. It was just a coincidence that he had a red shirt and his hair is like that. That's a given. That was pointed out by someone on Twitter who thought that was the case. Number two. I did a little research. There was no convention last weekend. Number three. He was flailing around 
a toy sword, whether it was toy or a real sword, if you're flailing it around and cops are around, you're going to have a bad time. As I tried to explain to the ignorant people of black Twitter and the black cosplay community and the black nerds, y'all need to calm down because number one, you don't have to worry about getting shot going at a con going to a con. Where these conventions are, most of the time, the police knows what's going on and they're going to be there. You don't have to worry about that. Secondly, there are laws and rules you have to abide by. I remember when I went to Katsukon, I did Barrett. I could not leave the hotel because in the D.C. Virginia area, they have what's called the Silhouette Law. If it looks like a gun, they are allowed to shoot on sight. Whoa. Therefore... I stayed inside the hotel. Thirdly, black cosplayers, y'all need to chill. It ain't about our race or anything. It's about unity within our people to get out and go together and have a good time. I'm all about that. But when you start making it about race and saying that, listen to us and this is what's going on, you need to stop, slow your roll, and reevaluate what you're going at. And that's what the point I was trying to make on Twitter. But unfortunately, ignorant people in the black cosplay community and the black geekdom think that I'm the Uncle Tom. I'm the sellout. Well, I can't help it if I went through life a certain way and I learned logic. Mm -hmm. I can't look at things as a black and white issue. And, and we were discussing this earlier tonight. And Avalon, you said something that was very on point. I'd like for you to repeat that. Um, what exactly was it? Police state. Oh. Uh, yeah. I kind of feel like, uh, this country's turning into a bit of a police state. Mm-hmm. And, uh, wait, more? That was, no, that was pretty much it. It's oh. like, it's not, be it's becoming less of a race issue. It's more like a solidarity type issue, you know? Who can we control? Who can we divide to make sure that everyone's pinned against one another? And here's the thing. I think that a lot of cops do single out black people. And why? It is not necessarily because they're black and because, oh, I don't like black people. I think a big chunk of it is because some police corps really do not want different groups of people coming together against, you know, a higher power. Because the more people that are united, the more we're going to be able to, like, overcome some type of travesty or some type of obstacle, if you can keep everybody separated, mm -hmm. then nothing's ever going to get done. It's why the 1% is making a bigger increase between themselves and the poor and getting rid of the middle class. You, you kind of get rid of the middle ground or like kind of like the link that separates things. And then everything is so chaotic that no one can ever unite against, you know, the higher power. Exactly. Exactly. And, I'm going to post about this later, but as of right now, to any black cosplayer who is freaking out, thinking they're worried about getting shot, going to a convention, you're on notice, I'm calling you out, and if you still think like this, please, stop the cosplay, just, just go, just go, because you're not making it any better, you're just going to make it worse. Yeah, plus to all of the uh, cosplayers of color who do think that cops really go out of their way to, uh, you know, shoot at someone in cosplay, if it's at a convention, 
you're surrounded by thousands of other people in costume. Do you really think that they would like single you out? Exactly. That's really a stupid place of mind. I mean, like if it, if it were like in broad daylight, then I guess maybe like anyone's going to question it and cops are definitely going to question anything that you do because they're assholes. But if you see a huge amount of thousands of people that are doing something, then, you know, they're going to be on your guard on the, on their guard because it's like, okay, huge crowd of people. Maybe someone could get away with something, but they're not going to be on your ass about it. Exactly. And especially not because of your race. Mm -hmm. And yes, I've been cosplaying for 15 years. I've gone to conventions far in the North far in the south and places probably where I should not have been and I never had a problem I understand some people do but maybe it's how I look at it and how I view it it's not that serious because if that was the case my ass probably would have been hung from a tree a long time ago and besides like I said earlier if it's a big convention the police are going to be there they already know what's going on they're not going to harass you if anything they're going to be amazed and marveled by, by what you're doing or the ones who are really disconnected are just going to hang back and snark at one another about yeah. the, these idiots in these crazy costumes as they mm -hmm. see them. I mean, hell, I mean, after people got mugged going to Kineticon, people tried to blame the police, the convention, and this and that. It's, no. And people start... No. That's it. It is off my chest. We can move on. Also, a place as stuck up as Utah is like, having an anime convention. That just seems incredibly far fetched. Uh, no, they have. They, they have, have two of them out there. Really? Yeah, this one is Salt Lake City, and I forget where the other one is. <clears throat> All right, now that, like I said, we got that out of the way. Ari, why don't you go ahead and take the first um first article? Is this about the Tenchi series? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I just want to make sure I had the list right. Okay. <clears throat> I, Tenchi, as it's being called, has finally unveiled its cast. Sci-fi relationship comedy Tenchi Mio returns in October with a 50-episode run of five-minute shorts. Cast and staff have now been detailed and for the new incarnation of the classic sci-fi harem series. Hiroshi Nagishi helms and helps to write the AIC Plus production. Masami Ifuma adapts Suzuhito Yasuda's character designs and works with Hiroki Aida on animation duties. So, uh, first is uh, Masami Kikuchi voicing Tenchi. Yes, and if I'm not mistaken, he also did um, Keiichi in um, Oh My Goddess. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Momo Kawanagara is being voiced by Nao Toyama. Hmm. Not sure if I'm familiar with her. Nope. Benny Kinojio is voiced by Yo Taichi. Uh. Mm hmm. Haichiko is being voiced by Kanayuki. Uh, Hana Saryu is being voiced by Mao. Spelled M dot A dot O. Is that not familiar to anyone? No. A name like that is definitely supposed to be, uh, it's meant to be noticed, I suppose. You know, like, people who, uh, I know a lot of them use, uh, like, English or West uh, characters in their name for whatever reason. 
Ai Fukuda is voicing Tori Furuyama, the. Yuki Fuga, Fuka is being voiced by Azusa Sato. Okay, come on. Rui Ai is being voiced by Rui Tanabe. Uh, Ukan Kurihawa is voiced by Ayako Kawasumi. Mm. And now to the uh, returning characters. Uh, Ryoko is voiced by Ai Orikasa. Aika by Haruri Terada. Mm. So make sure I'm getting all these names right. Sasami is voiced by Chisa Yokoyama. One of my favorite voice actresses. Washu is voiced by Yuko Kobayashi. Yuko Kobayashi one. Oh. And Mahoshi is voiced by Yuko Mitsu Mizutani. Mm. Now I know Mako's a lot more vested in a. Tenchi than uh, me, so uh, any of those people sound familiar? Mako? Uh, basically, the original cast is back, except for Aika. Oh, okay. I guess they did it that way, so that even though some people are probably not too big fans of the changes, figured, throw them another bone, you know? We brought back some more of the original cast. Here are some of the original voices. Well, even when they did the, the addition to the first uh, series they got back as much of the original cast as they could. Mm. Figuring that that would, you know, help to smooth everything out. So I'm actually not surprised that they tried to get as much as much back as they could. Do you feel like it's damage control? Um, no, only because they, they have done it before with additions to the series. Um, to try and keep everything together, which uh, is awesome for them. Mm. Instead of going and, you know, just pulling up a whole new cast, it at least allows those that actually know the series to feel like things are still <clears throat> um, flowing, I guess. That everything's still together. But it, it does make me happier about the series, that they are actually caring enough to track all these people down. Mm. Because with all of the new design and with all of the new characters, basically completely making this an ultra harem, which I guess is popular in anime right now, um, to have a completely different cast would have screwed everything up, I think. And I think it would have, I, I think they would have shot themselves in the foot with that Sort of like Ultra the... Harem, the uh, Ultra Harem, the fan artists are gonna go nuts over this. Sort of like <laughs> the first time when Funimation got GXP and they brought and they had that one episode with the original cast and they kind of dropped the ball on that. Yeah, because they got completely different voices for everybody, figuring, oh well, you know, nobody's gonna care because the people that are watching <laughs> this are completely different than who was watching the original. <laughs> well, guess what? Second when you, rule. yeah. When you are told that characters that you love are going to be on an episode of something, you're gonna watch the episode. Yup. Well, as the saying goes, live and learn. Yep. Okay, moving right along here. 
Girls Magazine celebrates its 60th anniversary with the re-release of the Cloud Cards. I actually have a set of Cloud Cards sitting in my closet somewhere. I also have unwrapped? a set of Cloud Cards. Yeah, I got them through a trade. It seems that the, the magazine, with the, with, the, with the anniversary, they are going to release the original uh, 52 Cloud Cards for this occasion, which is pretty cool. Now, the set that they're bringing out, it's going to look more like the American variant of the cards. So, I don't think it's going to be that bad. No, it it is based off of the U.S. version. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad, though. No, they were mm-hmm. pretty cards. I know. They're going to be out in January. And in case you haven't heard, Miss America picked up the license, so they're going to put the entire series out on Blu-ray. And there will be more um, swag coming out. And I know a few cosplayers are looking forward to um, the wand. Yeah, what I want, which I know they won't translate it, is they are actually putting out, or I should say re-releasing, a um, tarot setup and how to read the tarot with the cloud cards. Well, maybe They're some... re-releasing that book. That's pretty awesome. That sounds cool. So it's a tarot-themed, um, uh, uh, sorry, card capture soccer tarot deck. No, it's oh. how to use the cloud cards as a tarot deck. Oh, okay. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I want the book. And if we add, in the chat room, Doctor Tsuya asks, "Was there ever a, a card capture soccer trading card game? Seems like a missed opportunity." And hockey common. Ask if anyone if no anyone that does the Clo Tarot. Well, if Mako Chan gets that book, she will. Yeah, if it, if I can get the book and then uh, have it translated. There was a trading card game, but there was a game for the Sega Dreamcast, and Jamie at OLR has the game, and it comes with a plate. Um. Uh. What? There actually is a trading card game for card captors. Oh, there is? Yeah, it's put out by Upper Deck. At that time? I didn't know that. Hmm. Uh, 2001. Ah. So there you go, Dark Tetsuya. There was a Card Captor Sakura trading card game, better known as Card Captors, the trading card game. Now, I'm going to go ahead and take this next one because I was, I, I'm, I was amused by it. I think there's something we can all chime in about. We've had opinions on this or variants of this idea before. Yes. Yes, we have. So, go ahead. Okay. I think we can all agree here. One of the main issues at conventions, if not the number one main issue, is funk. Fanboy funk. (laughs) Especially... In the dealer's room, no, in the game room. Now, we're the rave. Yeah, I have hung out with people who wanted, who have actually talked about cosplaying as Febreze bottles, okay, and spraying people. I have talked to people who want to make Febreze bombs. These are great. These are great ideas, but there is one problem. Toss and run. Yeah, but there is one problem with that. Some people are allergic to the chemicals in Febreze, and that's not good. 
I didn't, huh, I didn't know you could be allergic to them. Yeah, some of the per certain types of perfumes, yeah, you can be allergic to it. I thought it was just a case of you can lead a horse to water but not, but not make him not stink. <laughs> Sometimes it is like that. Sometimes. And I remember one year, MTAC actually put little bars of soap in their, de in their con bags. People didn't get the message, did they? No. I really think uh, more conventions should, should do that. But there is this one company called D&D &D of Clean. They're based out of New York. They are handing out bottles, I mean containers, of New York Comic Con deodorant. I can't tell if this is a roll-on or a spray. It looks like a... It looks like a roll-on deodorant, like the old uh, Ban applicators. Mm -hmm. They still make Ban. Yes, they do. Oh, I haven't seen it in a long time. I don't know about y'all. If I was with them, I'd be dressed up as a ninja, just tossing them all over the place. Fuck that. Because <laughs> it's kind of sad when people will sooner spend money on food, swag, and stuff, but won't fix their pits. I mean, really. One of the more common ways I've heard about dealing with uh, con funk, at least temporarily, is to make the badges mm -hmm. the same the same way as you do, um, you know, car air fresheners. Evidently, they are handing out air freshener as well. If you go to your Facebook page, D and D of Clean New York Comic Con, they have spray bottles of air freshener as well. Avalon. What? Avalon. What? Yeah, when you go to Comic Con, you have to get one of these bottles and take a picture with it and send it to us. Any particular reason? Are you saying I stink? I'm not saying that you stink! No! 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 Bro, chill. <laughs> I think she's buying it. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. <laughs> Sorry, you were set up for that perfectly. She means because you're the only one of us who are going to uh, near Comic Con. Yeah, so you have to and take. We a... need that like that like that, that physical proof that the things exist, and the uh, Craigslist ad that these guys have isn't just for show. And oh, don't worry. I'll look for it. If I find it, I'll definitely take a picture, and I will definitely use it. And by use it, you're going to find a funky fanboy and just throw it right at his face? No, but I mean, considering it'd be, it'd be like what like from The Exorcist. Mm. The power of Christ compels you! Well, I mean, there's that, but then again, if someone comes up and tries to creep on me, it could probably also function as mace, so... There you go! To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, Waterfall. They'll run off and smell fresh. At, at least they'll be able, at least security be able to figure out who was the one that was creeping on you. Which one was it? The one the one with the springtime fresh scent. The one that's rolling on the ground covering his face trying to claw his eyes out. But he <laughs> smells amazing. <laughs> I, can't. I bet if you pour peroxide on some of these really dirty, nasty, funky guys, like their entire skin would just bubble like a you would like, just hear like foam, like a, like a latte foam. I could just picture Avalon talking to the security officer about what happened. She's freaking out, but then goes, but he smells quite fresh. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to be like, 
I'm gonna, we're gonna rule this as a justifiable homicide. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm adorable. I can get away with murder. Yes. Yes, she can. <laughs> Just promise you won't murder me. It's okay. I can teach you how to hide a body. <laughs> it's okay. I already know how. This is okay. New Jersey and New York. It, that's compulsory education in this part of the world. Not really. It's easier to hide a body in Jersey than it is New York. Once you get Pine Barrens. Not even. Once you get past exit eight at a turnpike. Wait, oh. going north or south? South. My ass ain't going near the Pine Barrens. You kidding me? <laughs> Why? You don't want to meet the Jersey Devil? No, I really don't. <laughs> Fucking Pineys, man. Spoiler alert, I go into the Pine Barrens, I found my mom in there. What are you doing in there, Mom? <laughs> Ooh! Ouch. Shots fired! And she Stand, does went to bed, up. so she can't say shit. Oh. Standing over a, ship, a shallow pit with a shovel and a big black like, rolled-up carpet next to her, like, Oh, this is awkward. Hi, <laughs> Mom! Then you both join forces to hide the body together. Family bonding! Yeah. Threatening me with a chunklet that the dig faster. <laughs> oh god. Girl, you better dig faster, I'll put you in this hole next. Oh. You had the chunkletta, I had the belt. <laughs> oh god. I had a wooden spoon. Twitch. 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 I had the belt, the switch, electrical cord, wire hanger. Yeah. And then the sneak attacks, that would happen. Oh, I got my brush up the side of my head when my mother was doing my hair. Well, that's because you had nappy wow. hair. That is fucking low. Mm-hmm. You think you're all nice and calm and just... Whap. <laughs> oh, no, I wasn't being nice and calm. Oh. She was attempting to uh, braid my hair. And instead was pulling my hair. Like so, the like the kid from the color purple. <laughs> yeah, so I was uh yelling a little bit loud, so I got popped in the side of the head and told to shut up or she'd stop doing my hair. <clears throat> it was only half done at that point and not looking very good. Shit, I gave you something to cry about. Yeah. <laughs> I had a nickel for every time I heard that I'd have a lot of nickels. Hmm. You'd have a nickel. Is it a girl but... nickel? <laughs> no, it's wooden. Uh, oh. Yeah. You would have enough nickels to fill a sock so that you could be beat with a sock. Several times over. <laughs> this conversation got really dark and abusive. That's okay. <laughs> we have I'm gonna drink now. <laughs> Go right ahead. Well, the well, it's happy hour shit. You just want me to get drunk because it's hilarious to everyone when I'm drunk, apparently. No. Hey, five o'clock was, was like five hours ago. Fuck. It's always five o'clock somewhere. Though. Exactly. It's happy hour in Hawaii. Shit. They're five hours behind us. Woohoo. Yep. Now the next one was something that popped up on Avalon's Facebook feed. And she was quite perturbed by it. <laughs> perturbed is putting it mildly. So, 
from time to time, we do talk about top ten lists. And I think once we talked about the top ten females of anime. So there's the top ten guys of anime, or species. Anime's top ten sexiest guys. Yes. I leave that to Mako and Avalon. Ladies. Go ahead, Mako. Uh, okay. Uh, number 10 is Hitman's Kyoya Hibari. No, just no. <laughs> Never watched the show. Neither did I. Now, out of this entire list of 10, I've only seen two of the shows. Meaning I've only seen two of the guys. Yes, yes I am. Sung by a former Spice Girl. Ugh. And it also appeared in DDR. Ugh. Uh, number nine is City Hunters Ryo Saeba. Which was once played by Jackie Chan. Oh, jeez. Oh, by the way, forgot to, uh, forgot to uh, mention that um, a website called Charipedia um, took polls from 10,000 readers for the sexiest guys of anime. So, this is where the votes are. Mm. Um, number eight, with 130 votes, is Freeze Haruka Nanase, which everyone loves Haru. I don't watch Free. I do. Lots of water can kind of compensate for the thirst I feel when I watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, every time Avalon watches free, uh, Poland Spring makes a delivery. <laughs> I just run out and I, I just like stand outside going, please let it rain, please let it rain, please let it rain. I just stand with my mouth open. You know what? You know, this is what some, this is what some, this is what should happen. Get a bunch of free cosplayers. They should just stand around holding bottles of their of their water and just like free water. Just see what happens. Just see the reaction from the fangirls. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, number seven with two hundred and six votes, Attack on Titans Levy, or Levi, or however the hell you guys want to pronounce it. Well, he's not a pair of jeans, but Levy just sounds weird. He's but, also not a giant wall keeping back water. So, but according to some of the fangirls, he is tight like a pair of jeans. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> He's only, he's only tight for Aaron, though. hey yo! <laughs> oh, man. And that's all she wrote. My shipping's bring all the yaoi fans to the earth. <laughs> uh, number six is Uta no Prince-sama's Jin Guji Ren with 225 votes, which I'm looking at the picture now. He's actually not that bad looking at all. He's really pretty. Yeah, he's he's definitely bishy material. Oh yeah, I mean, all it takes is like dreamy, light colored eyes and long hair, and you're set. I'm halfway there, with the long hair at least. Yeah. Uh, number five is Gintam's Gintoki Sakata, with 258 votes. I have no idea who the hell he is. I don't know. He has white hair and no nipples. <laughs> But then again, none of them have nipples that are but not But then again, shirts. men don't need nipples to begin with, so I think... Uh, yeah. Japan's just getting rid of the middleman. I don't know. 
I don't know, but he, I, I, I don't know. He does not seem attractive to me at all. Nah, he really doesn't. Um, number four is also from Free, Makoto Tachibana with 263 votes. Now, this I can kind of understand because not only is he good looking, but he's also, like, just got, like, the easygoing, aloof personality, and it's something that a lot of girls like, so... There are a lot of girls that I see that watch anime are kind of stuck between that personality type and the personality type of, like, a guy who's very in command, very sinister. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's just, like, that's, that's me, at least. Um, number three, which I absolutely agree with, is also from Free. Shocker. <laughs> I'm noticing a pattern here. Yep. Yeah, really. It is Rin Matsuoka with 309 votes. All of my yes, all of my yes. Red hair, red eyes, shark teeth, sh gorgeous shark baby muscles, yes. Uh, Avalon? I know, I know. Poland You're drooling. Springs. Poland Springs hasn't gotten here yet. Leave me alone. <laughs> I just want to know if you needed a fresh thing of Kleenex. <laughs> God damn it. Really? I could have said something else, but I value my life. What, what, what's she gonna do? Reach to the computer and punch you? Yeah, no. let's uh, keep it semi non perverted. Yeah. Uh, number two is Gintama's Takasuki Shinsuke with 376 votes, and he kind of looks like a badass, so I guess he could kind of be sexy. Maybe. Yeah, and number one, which I'm sure everybody saw coming. Literally. Sebastian! Oh, God, gag me. <laughs> I, I, I love Black Butler, so I have no issues with this. It's all about the demons. <laughs> and, Avalon, didn't you say you were not too thrilled with this? Uh, no. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, who's this list missing then? Well, I made my own list! <laughs> oh, good. Okay, and I listed them from... Well, here's the thing. These are the ones that I could list off the top of my head. If I were to list all of the men that I thought were sexy in anime, I'd be at it for hours. Yeah, we don't have enough time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh... <laughs> But here is my list of them. Um, at number 10, Karama from Yu Yu Hakusho. I agree. Because Rose Whip, duh. Um, no, oh, you're in here... shit then, huh? Oh. Number 9. <laughs> <laughs> number 9 in Mako, Don't Hate Me, that's where I ranked Sebastian. Hey, he's still on the list. Yeah, true. Um, number 8, uh... Not a lot of people will, I mean, this is debatable on how many people know him. Uh, Takuto Tsunashi from Star Driver. Okay, I know who that is, yeah. I just love red-haired guys, I don't know why. I really don't know why. Um, number seven, Duke Devlin from Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, yeah. I love Duke, oh my god. Um... You have sexy back playing whenever he's on screen? <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't start her up! You know, like the abridged series. Oh, oh, sweetie, my engine is already revving. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Anyway, Bro the Devil is. Um, number six, Sashomaru from Inuyasha. Fluff okay. Daddy. <laughs> number five. <laughs> number five, Lelouch from Code Geass, just because his fucking eyes. Oh, my God. Just his eyes and that fucking smirk that he has. I don't know why, but there's something about arrogant guys that just... Ugh. By, that, by your, that logic, Seto Kaiba should be number one. <laughs> oh, fuck that. <laughs> no, he's not even on the list. Um, Number four. I don't know if it counts, but Hell from Hell's Moving Castle. Hold on, let me confer with the judges. I'll allow it. Yeah. The only thing, the only drawback is that drama, like, I'll never be beautiful, and how he melted into the fucking, into Calciverzal of an area, which is like, dude, stop it. Stop it. Ugly personality doesn't, like, your looks can't make up for it. Stop it. Stop it. Okay, you're good. Um, number three is also the same as the last Rin I, uh, from Free. I absolutely love him so, so much. Um, number two is my first ever, uh, husbando, who is also from Yu-Gi-Oh!, if you guys want to take a guess at who it is. The Pharaoh? No. Merrick? Um, yeah. <laughs> he drove a motorcycle and wore tight black pants. Leather pants, as the uh, song goes. God. <laughs> and my number one. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Meek Suzy from Kill a Kill, and I'm, I will argue anybody to death on that. He is my husbando forever, and mm, I love him so much. And any man who is so willing to strip, count me in. I will hop on that faster than... Bunny on a grass hill. Well, now! That's all I have to say. Shush. But yeah, that is my list of who I think are the top 10 sexiest men in anime, according to me, and I'm not wrong. <laughs> well, I'm kind of surprised I didn't see Tamahome from uh, Fushigi Yugi show up there. Just, no. Mm. Um, I've never seen Fushigi Yugi. It's one of the original, um, it's like a reverse harem series. Oh. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> but my guy from Fushigi Yugi would be Chichiri without his mask. No da. No da. <laughs> He's all scarred and pretty. <laughs> Something tells you you have to show you have to show Avalon a picture of Chichiri. I will because looks wise, she might actually like him. Fair enough. Oh please, oh please. Down girl, pet pet. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, 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 nope. You're gonna need to tranquilize your darts to, put, to calm her down. I don't no, think. It... Ain't no mountain high enough to keep me away from my beaches. <laughs> like I said, I think you would really enjoy Fushigi Yugi then. <laughs> One girl yeah, surrounded by several men trying to save the world. Yeah, there are definitely a lot of uh, 
A lot of bishies. And if we look in the chat room at um, live.vognetwork.com, um, Mamoru was mentioned. No, he From was Crystal. Oh, From Crystal. <laughs> no, no. Original series with its purple pleated pants. Purple pleated pants. Nope. And the green, uh, dr- and the green suit jacket. Mm. And so evidently, the girls are going gaga over Merrick. So, see what you started, Avalon. Well, he's fucking sexy. The only right. problem is that his English voice is god awful. Have you seen the abridged series when uh, he makes his entrance in Battle City? When he's uh, driving a motorcycle, that, that, yeah. that scene they uh, he decides to play Boston's more than a feeling. Yeah, as I've also seen uh, as he's harassing around Domino on his on his uh, chopper. I've also seen Lil Karibo, um voicing. I think it's Bakura and Merrick play Slender, and oh my god! Oh, oh yeah, Merrick plays Bloodlines. Oh yes. <laughs> Yeah, the only person that I would add to this list is uh, Young Walter from Helsing. When he's in his teens, he's all dark hair and bastardy. And when Alucard is a chick at this point. Yeah, he's not really a chick. He's um, basically just dressing in very, very feminine clothing. Well, there's one name that should be on that list, and you probably never heard of him, but after describing, I think the ladies might like him. Huh. Darshu, or a.k.a. Dark Schneider from Bastard. Looking it up, looking it up. Yes, Avalon, especially if you like tall, dark, handsome, and arrogant men. I'm talking very arrogant men. He looks really arrogant. Yeah, his first appearance, he's practically naked. Um, excuse me, I'll be in my bum. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Schneider, see me in my ready room. <laughs> <laughs> I know what to get her for Christmas now. Shut up. No body pillows, please. <laughs> Who's anything about a body pillow? <laughs> All you need is your TV and your DVD player. And the creative imagination. <laughs> oh, trust me, I got plenty of that. Hey, yo! <laughs> Fan fictions, why do you think I've been writing them since I was 12? <laughs> mm. You're just as bad oh. as Mako over here. Oh, I hate myself. What? <laughs> Lemon fanfiction writing, the two of you. Yeah, I've been writing lemons for quite a while. <laughs> <clears throat> Mine have always been really weird, though. An act deaf set wants to know any love for Hisoka or Kuroko Lucifer from Hunter x Hunter? I do not watch Hunter x Hunter. Neither do I. I have to watch that. I hear it's really good. Yeah, I'm trying to think off the top of my head if there's anybody that wasn't mentioned either in the article or by Avalon. Because some of the ones that she mentioned I was going to mention. Hmm. At least we're not going into gaming. That would be like another hour in itself. But oh anywho. god, if we were going into gaming, although technically I guess I could say the ones that have crossed over games and anime. We'll be here for another hour, boys and girls. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 
we're going to go ahead and open the Skype line. So if you have any questions about what we discuss on tonight's program, give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session. All calls are cut to two minutes. And we're also going to do the open forum topic where we ask you, people, an opinion on something in the anime cosplay fandom. And if you don't want your name running mentioned, just put something in the beginning and we'll do it. This week's uh, open forum topic is that one cosplay. Admit it. There's that one cosplay we all want to do. So if you were given the opportunity, what would be that one cosplay you would do? And we got some good answers. From Critical Myth, he would, me- he would do Ambassador Jakar from Babylon 5. I'm a fan of Babylon 5, and I'm like, all my yes. From Candy Jam, she would do Princess Yue from um, Avatar Last Airbender. Uh, Candy... Hmm? Uh, Candy Shell said she would do Volley Bear from League of Legends. Once she pro- polishes our prop making skills. Uh, Ranger Serena would do Coronation Arwen. Interesting. Um, from Serenity41088, she would do Princess Serenity. I think we kind of knew that one. <laughs> <laughs> From Seiya from Last Chance Miyu, she would do uh, Starfighter from the original Miyus. Awesome. Uh, Jocelyn would do Riku's Machine Machina Moa Dress Fear, complete with the Machina. Very nice. That would be cool. Yeah, that really would. Uh, Nemesis 47E would do the 10th and the 4th Doctors. And he would do Agent 47 of Hitman. Cool. Um, let's see. Another th- Bishi that was tossed out there. Natsu from Fairy Tail. Okay. I like Natsu. Mm. Well, how about you guys and gals? What is that one cosplay you want to do? Yeah, who wants to go first? I can go first, but... You can go. Alright, well, this was a cosplay... I, I started with a friend back in 2001, but due to funds, we never finished it, but I still want to do it. Actually, it's a toss-up between two, but if this one's successful enough, I would do the second one. First one would be Proto-Man, uh, complete with, like, real-working um, buster gun, lights and everything. Helmet, retracts, all that cool shit. Nice. And, you know, from that, I would actually do... Bomberman from the from the anime Bomberman Jetters because he looks a little bit different, more roundish, which is pretty cool. All right, what about y'all? Well, there were a couple that I've wanted to do. Yeah. Um, but there are some that I know are going to be really, really expensive. Um. I actually want to do a gender-bent Jareth from the Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look what you just did to the poor child! I've actually, um, like, I've actually thought of ways to do female versions of all three of his, you know, classic looks. But the one I really want to do is the dress version of his blue suit in the dance scene. <laughs> wow. Well, well. I got to tackle the issue of his. 
Well, Marco, y'all calm down for a second because we have a call on the Skype line. You're live on Anime Jam Session. Who are we chatting with tonight? Hi, you're on Anime Jam Session. Hello, this is Akaf. Hey, Akaf. Yeah, I forgot to to unmute my mic, so sorry about that. It's cool. I thought I had screwed up with the wiring. I'm like, I've been plugging it in the correct way for the last six months. <laughs> all right, so what's going on your mind, bro? Well, first of all, why haven't you, uh, well, at least uh, Mako and Avalon, why haven't you seen Hunter x Hunter? Have you, I, I have to show you a picture of all the anime I've bought over the years that's still sealed I have yet to watch. Yeah, same. There's just so much stuff and then so much stuff that's coming out all the time that I have a huge backlog. Yeah, same here. Every single time that I think, oh, I'm going to go back and finish a series or start a series that I intended to watch earlier, nope. usually everyone's like, oh, look at this new thing that came out, and I bandwagon it like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, I also have a, a backlog of anime to watch, and not to mention games, but but yeah, but if if you have the chance, uh, you can watch uh, Hunter x Hunter, I think on Crunchyroll. Ooh. And also on Netflix. Though Netflix uh, doesn't have the complete series, I think it's missing the the last season. So yeah, uh, it 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 recently finished also. So uh, you can watch a, uh, at least the complete series uh, on of of the anime. So yeah. That sounds like a plan. I can actually marathon it. I'll have to look into it. Yeah, it's a it's a series I really recommend to anyone who even who doesn't watch anime or or does it, it isn't or aren't interested in, in watching stuff like that. It's a really good series, a shonen series, but it's a really good one. It's uh from the from the creator of Yu Yu Hakusho. Ooh. So yeah, you know it's it has quality and, and it's it's a really good one. It even surpasses Yu Yu Hakusho in, in so many ways. Wait, wait, don't say it too loudly. You'll piss off the Yu Yu Hakusho fandom. No, I, I really mean it. Uh, I, know, I know, I know, I know. You hacker show, and it's and Hunter Hunter, like it's like whoa, way even better. Cool. Yeah. So you have anything else for us, for us bro? Well, uh, about the, the open topic, uh, the open forum topic. Mm-hmm. Mm, I would probably. It's a, it's a really weird idea. I don't know, but uh, uh, have you seen the latest season of My Little Pony? Yes. Uh, season. Well, the last season, uh, season four. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, did you watch the the episode where Rainbow Dash uh, tries to enter the Wonderbolts uh, by doing an exam? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh well, I I kind of want to do the the uh, Pinkie Pie's wrapping, uh, the the costume. Ah. It's, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know why I have that that insane, insane idea. Just. Getting the the hoodie, the the clock, uh, yeah, the clock and the and the hat, all all that that uh that vestry or costume, and just do it. I don't know why, but it seems fun. If you do that, we're going to we're gonna we're gonna get you up, up here to the studios so you can team up with uh, Avalon over there. Oh yeah. <laughs> hopefully one day. Hopefully one day. Awesome man. Hey, thanks for the call, bro. Hey, thanks for having me. Ain't no problem. I, I like that idea. Yeah, that one's actually pretty cool. Anyway. All right. Um. As we, yeah. As we say, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. 
so yeah, my one of my ultimates because I know it's going to be expensive is uh, a female version of Jareth's blue outfit. Um. <laughs> what are you like doing to the poor child, Mako? I have no but, pride. <laughs> um, if Avalon wants to look in the Skype chat, I posted a picture of what the jacket would sort of look like, and then it would be, you know, the typical kind of <gasps> ruffled dress. Yeah, isn't that pretty? <laughs> isn't they that pretty? They stole my beating ovaries. <laughs> and that, that would be in blue, obviously. Um, and then I will post it in the chat for those that are cosplay oriented so that they can say <clears throat> um, the other one that I want to do which I have been plotting for quite a while is um, you see a little bit of it in Helsing Ultimate if you've actually watched until the end but um, there was a prequel manga done for Helsing where you know Walter's a teenager and he's meeting Alucard for the first time. But Alucard at that point was dressing very, very feminine. And he's in a white suit with white fur accents. And that is my ultimate cosplay that I have wanted to do for quite a while. Ooh. Anything with fur is fun. Yeah, just not making it, but yeah. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of a fucking cosplay I want to do, but I can't because I'm a big fat shit, and it's really hard for me to lose weight, and I have trouble, you know, with my intake. And but, dude, I'm don't even don't even worry about that. Don't 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 even worry about that. But just let us know what would be that one cosplay you'd do, regardless. Uh, there are a couple of things I've always thought about. Like, uh, I know there there might not be a whole lot of fans of it cosplaying. Well, there occasionally, but only like two or three. But uh, Ulrich from uh, Code Lyoko, I did his uh. Earth, Earth form at one point, you know this is like normal walking around stuff. But the uh, is a uh, Lyoko avatar form. The uh, the first incarnation was the one where he looks like a like a samurai and all that. The second one has him look, look like a yellow and black uh, Bruce Lee esque tracksuit, which I'm not really a fan of. Mm. Another one I wanted to do was a uh, Mega Man X or just X really. Oh, nice. But uh, I don't know how much of the uh, X Mega Man X series you guys have played. I I, I know of X, mm -hmm. but uh, when you get the different, but different uh, um, X upgrades playing that throughout the game, the uh, you know like the legs, the armor, the uh, hat, helmet, and the uh, arms, his uh, he gets like different like white kind of enhancements on him, like and. Uh, but for Mega Man X3, what happens is if you there's a way to get the uh, a second stage enhancement for eventually for e one for each individual part, but you can only have one of them at a time. Or later in in Sigma's palace, you can well do actually uh, Doctor Doppler's uh, lab. There's a place to get you know all four of them at the same time, and mm. he and he becomes a big golden armored X version of himself. So that's the one. That's one I always wanted to do. Golden Armor X, which would be that's nice awesome. to see who many, like how many people understand what, like where you can get it. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, yeah, those are my two big ones. Is it my turn? Yep. Oh, <laughs> Keep it short. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, not no. you. I'm, I'm talking crazy. about... I'm talking to, uh, Avalon there. <laughs> Don't worry. I got it short. Um, no. The two that I want are, um... One that I really want to redo, that I've done before, I want to do Makoto Nania from Blaze Blue. Ooh. Yeah, I I made that. That was one of my. I think that was the first cosplay that I ever fully sewed on my own, and uh, I did a shit job on it. So now I want to go back and act. I made it out of fucking fleece, so like anti pill fleece. So now I want to go back and actually make it out of. Uh, if I could make it out of latex, that'd be awesome. And the other cosplay that I want to do, that will hopefully be on my list one year is the imp version of Minda from Twilight Princess. Ah, interesting. Yeah, because I absolutely love her character design, and I realized even though if you look at her body type, it's kind of like caricature-ish, but she's got really big hips, and I realized, oh my god, my body type um, as a normal human being is like hers as a freaking imp, so you know what? I would look perfect. <laughs> Plus I was told I could kind of do the laugh a little bit, but... Yeah, I, I just think it'd be really fun to kind of, like, go around as her and, l like, find every wolf-esque cosplay that I could and try to jump on their back. Hey, you could also come up to that song, Hips Don't Lie. Oh, that's true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh, my short list. There, I kept it short, Mako. You happy? Well, I, I, I know that people that make their own cosplay... Um usually have really, really, really long lists, and that's mainly because they really, really, really enjoy the the creativity and all of that that has to go with it, so I figured your list is hella, hella long. Oh, long uh, lists and short budgets. Hmm. My list is long, but I was thinking, like, if I could pick two that I, if I had unlimited talent, money, and supplies that I could make, and those two were definitely at the top of my list. Also, I guess I have one more. I want to do a gender-bend version of Rodman of the Blood Edge from Blaze Blue. It's funny that you're mentioning um, Blaze Blue, because uh, another friend of mine just picked up the game, and I think she's doing a cosplay from it. And at AAC, they're having a couple of the voice actors there. Uh, I know the one who's doing the voice of Ragna is going to be there, a couple of others. So I went looking on Amazon. Blaze Blue Continuum Shift Extend for PS3, brand limited edition, brand new, twelve ninety nine. Yes, it's sitting in my cart right now. Yeah. That's cheap. Yeah. Mind you, the, some of the other versions, the older ones, like the big collectibles, are going as high as 100 bucks. I'm like, no, just one version of the game is good enough for me. <laughs> and the voice actress for Lychee Failing is going to be there, and that's my favorite character from the game. Oh, I want to do her too. Oh my god. I actually know a couple of you who's cosplayer. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> hey, I, I I won't complain either way. <laughs> Sorry, that was another one of those perfect I mean, setups. I love her outfit, and I'm a sucker for boobs, so... We kind of knew that. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> another one that I want to do, which I know is a series that Avalon has cosplayed from, um, I want to cosplay Morgan, but I want to do her alt outfit, the white shirt with the red pants. Ooh, I like that one. Very classy, I like. Mm -hmm. All right, now that we've gotten that out the way, let's go ahead and 
discuss news from Japan. <laughs> yeah, Mako got some prime stuff. Yeah, it's not really the twisted kind of screaming stuff, but it's... It's... What? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not that kind of stuff. It's definitely more of uh, cultural than crazy. Either way, I don't think you should take the first one, DJ, because... Oh. Uh... <laughs> Didn't we have this problem last week? <laughs> See? Just terrible. Just mm-hmm. terrible. Uh, I guess I'll take the first one. Yeah. All right, let me uh, let this one load. So I'm guessing everybody's already heard about it, but Burger King is bringing two burgers into their lineup, um, and both of them are black. Why does it got to be black? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. We could have set our watches to that reaction. (laughs) So last October, they had a what was called a Black Ninja Burger, where the bun was uh, charcoal black, and it had a huge uh, slab of bacon on it. Mm. Um, they are putting out now what is the Kuro Diamond and the Kuro Pearl. So it's not going to just feature black buns this time, but also slices of cheese and a tangy sauce that are also black. These will be in uh, Burger Kings in Japan on September 19th. The Black Diamond Burger, uh, it's a bamboo charcoal charcoal infused black bun and cheese. It comes topped with onions, tomato, lettuce, mayonnaise, a uh, chalapin sauce, a mixture of onions and garlics. uh, It's curiously named after Russian opera singer. Um, Fedoro Ivanovich uh, Chalapin Um, to which uh, Burger King added squid ink to turn it pitch black that makes sense yeah and it says oh and rest assured darkness fans the patties may look normal but they too include a generous helping of black pepper the Uh, black black... yeah the black pearl is meant to look um, exactly the same as the diamond, but it's minusing all of the lettuce, tomato, and crap like that. Mm. So it looks even more menacing because it doesn't have any color. <laughs> Final round. Yeah. So Eat. the diamond is retailing for 690 yen. The pearl is retailing for 480 yen. And they're only there for a limited time. Why can't they do that type of cool shit here? Um, they people, sort people, of did. People have if, a low opinion of fast food in this country <clears throat> as it is. Mm, you want to see this? Uh, people will look at something like this and say, like, and start freaking out because it's a perversion of what they normally expect from a fast food joint. Well, last time we had something like this was the Whopper Bar, but unfortunately it closed a few years ago. Whopper what? Whopper Bar. Whopper Bar. It was a Burger King where you can actually get alcoholic beverages from. Oh yeah, you were telling me about uh, that. I don't know why they would close that down. That sounds amazing. Uh, they couldn't keep it clean. Yeah. No, God, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so something like this where Japan is using 
squid ink and charcoal dust, you know if they brought it over here, it would be chemical dyes. And they did try, if you remember, a, I want to say almost 10 years back, they put out... Multicolored ketchups? Oh, no. I'm, not, I'm talking about Burger King. Um, oh. It was a Halloween thing, and it was a, an icy that was black. I mean, it was purple, but they marketed it as a black, one, a black drink. I think I remember um, that. But the dye that caused it to be that dark was indigestible. Ooh. And if you know what non-digestible food dyes do, they color everything that color. There, there again, there is a reason why they no longer make Pepsi Blue. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I never had blue shit from drinking Pepsi Blue. Maybe you're one of the lucky ones. Maybe you do. Maybe you will have the iron cast stomach that can digest anything. Except seafood. Oh yeah. <laughs> But so, yeah, so I definitely wouldn't mind trying this just because of the novelty did. of it. But I'm guessing it tastes exactly like a freaking cheeseburger with a lot of pepper. Hmm. I still want to eat it. <laughs> kind of figured. <laughs> I would say something, but I won't. Don't. Just do it. I, I would it. say something, but I won't. Say Please. it. Say it. I. We've already crossed this threshold, so. Marco, you can't say I would say something, and but I won't, and then not expect me to ask you to say it. Come on. So you want a big black one in your mouth? <laughs> it's either that or Five Guys. So. Hey, oh, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. I'm like, so one up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have your big black burger with a with a can of uh surge, okay? Oh, oh that's man. right, they're bringing back surge. Oh yes, this whole Pepsi counters with Crystal Pepsi. That shit was so good. Uh-huh. Or at least bring oh, back uh truck stuff was nasty. No, Crystal Pepsi or Tropical Spark Sprite. Wait, how are you gonna say Crystal Pepsi was nasty? It was Pepsi without the dye. It still tasted like flat. Like flat seltzer water. Mm-hmm. I kind of hope they bring back tropical sprite. That shit was the bomb. Those like drinking skittles. Mm. As long as they they leave Pepsi Kona dead and buried, I'll be fine. Yeah, just leave new Coke behind. But I'll definitely take Coke Black. I mean, come on, Coke with a shot with caffeine and with coffee. I mean, come on, that's tasty shit right there. That shit was nasty. Yeah, to each his own. All right. Next, Ari, you want to take the next one? Uh, sure. All right. For it to load back up. All right. Kind of, kind of, like, kind of summarize it. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, scholars confirmed the first discovery of a Japanese sword from Master Bladesmith Mazamune in in 150 years. Wow. <clears throat> Let's see. So, Mazamune was active during the late 13th and 14th centuries, part of Japan. That today is part of Kawaga- Kanagawa Prefecture. He lived his life during the Kamakura period. But basically, they found a sword that was that was dated back to his work, <clears throat> and uh, they 
they some they, they uh say the reason they they can tell us is because many Japanese swordsmen would sign their work by etching their names into the hilt, and this is that's pretty much what they did. Mm. See, highest quality blades are in time of military power, made especially prized. And today, the only sword, swordsmith who can approach his exalted historical status is Muramasa, who was born a hundred years later. And because this stuff is, you know, national treasures to them, obviously. This the particular sword they found, which which they're calling is the Shimazu Mazumune, had been given in 1862 by Ishihige, a 14th Tokugawa shogun, to the imperial family to mark his marriage with Princess Kazunomiya, or Princess Kazu. Hmm. So, yeah, it's one of the displaying the museum. I would love to see that. Mm-hmm. I think everyone would. Yep. He lines out the door for the thing. Hell yeah. Now, this last story, I saw this pop up on my Facebook, like, last week, and I thought it was really cool. There is a guy, there is a, we all know who the Cape Crusader is, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, in the small the town of Chiba, there is a guy that runs, that drives around on a motorbike, say his Batmobile, dressed as Batman, and he's called Chi-Batman, as in Chiba Batman, you know, kind of amalgamated together. He doesn't fight crime, but what he does, he just goes around and just meets with people, kind of get everybody, you know, back in the swing of things. Like, you know, he does a lot of volunteer work and stuff. Cool. And that, that was pretty, and I think that's really awesome. So it seems that Chi-Batman was called in by the police and gets their official seal of approval. And I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And he says the whole reason why he's doing this is because he wants to make people smile when they see me on the road. Uh, it, I'll say, yeah, really, we should have expected much for decades. Batman has suddenly appeared out of nowhere to strike fear in the hearts of criminals. So it's only natural that Chi Batman follow the same M.O. and putting a smile on everyone else's faces. So they want him to keep doing this, which is pretty cool. And in one of the interviews, he said he it, the people of Japan have changed since the earthquake. People have been more melancholy. He just does the kind of boost and motivate his his fellow townsmen, which is really cool. That is definitely cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright. Let me turn that off real quick. And I think that's it. We're going to go ahead play our last set of tracks and come back and wrap things up. So, we'll be back.
忙しい。
And that brings episode 182 to a close. That was fun. Yeah, it was. It would probably have been even more amusing if I actually played some Blink-182. That would have been a reach. Would anyone believe it if I said that I went and got a bottle of water to drink during the break? Lord, somebody's thirst is mighty! Yup. I wouldn't have doubted that for a second. God... We are terrible, terrible people. But you still yes, listen to are. us. But Say what? I said yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Takes one to know one. Yes, you are. <laughs> As always, Avalon, thanks for joining us tonight. Oh, sure. No problem. Anytime. Hey, like I said, anytime you want to join us, doors open. Just remember... Anytime we, we talk about Bishonens, I will join. Yeah, just make sure when you knock my door down, you kind of put it back up, you know? Ain't no mountain high enough, dude. <laughs> uh, drop us a line at podcast at session. Let us know what's on your mind. What's up? Just drop us at podcast at animejamsession.com. Let us know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com. Like I said, we have a couple of new writers on board, so we're in the process of working on some cool stuff. And if you definitely go to the site, you'll see... Some of my favorite shots from anime next up. And the links to the galleries where you can check out the rest of my photos. 
And also, that's where we have our podcasts. And for some reason, if you can't access them, you can always find us at Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. Um, if you listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher, five-star reviews is all we're kind of asking. You know, not a bit of a stretch, though. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash AnimeJamSessionTV. And now with my adjusted work hours, I can finally get the last batch of videos up in the start of 2014. Yay. I know, right? About damn time. Watch your mouth. About damn time. <sighs> if you want to check out um, some of our stuff that we like on YouTube and some of the videos that we've done, you can find me at youtube.com slash DJRonMess. Ari is at Ari22682. Mako is at Jupluna. You can find Avalon over at Avalon Cosplay. One thing about uh, Jupe Blue and Avalon Cosplay, they both did the ALS Ice Water Challenge, so their videos are there, so definitely check it out. I still have to upload mine there, but mine's on my Facebook page. Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us there for the latest of our website. Conventions we're going to. Other cool anime convention-related news and stuff that we will pass along. If you want to follow us individually on Twitter, you know, see what makes us tick and thoughts like that. You can find me at twitter.com slash djronmess. Ari is at the Ari Man. Mako-chan is at Joe Videa. And you can find Avalon over at Avalon Cosplay. Facebook, facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. I just have to say to everyone who likes the page, the articles, the photos, the videos, and everything, thank you. We truly appreciate all the likes. As long as you continue to like our page, like the articles, like the photos, we'll keep bringing you more and more content. If you want to follow us individually on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmess. Mako is over at uh, Makoto Makochankino. Ari, you can find him under as Ari Rockefeller. And Avalon, you can find as Avalon Cos, C-O-S. But as I said, we are on the Vogue Network Tuesdays and Thursdays live starting at 9.30 on Tuesdays with Encore at 1 p.m. all Eastern Standard Time. But Vogue, Voice of Geeks Network. We're not the only geek-centric podcast on this network. If you like Star Trek, check out the Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast. Um, if you like Doctor Who, British programming, American pro television programming, movies, books, pop culture. We have Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, and Understation Live. Four different podcasts about almost the same stuff, but with four different points of views. Four different personalities. I listen to them all. They're really good stuff to check out, so definitely check them out. And if you like what we do on Tuesday nights, you should uh, start in around 8 o'clock with Electric Sisterhood. They're here at that time. They're uh, two awesome chicks from Boston. Kind of do what we do, but from a female point of view, so definitely check that out. So check them out at 8, and then check us out around 9.20ish for our pre-show, and then we're live at 9.30. If you play World of Warcraft or other MMOs, you've got to swing by for WoW Wednesdays. It's Girls Gone WoW starting at 12, and Horde House at 10. I think they're on uh, FF14 still. So definitely check those out. And then come on home on Sunday starting at 8 with the Bobby Blackwolf Show, followed by Orange Dodge Radio at 9. These two programs are the cornerstone of the VOG Network. If you want to hear podcasts and conversations about video games from, a, from an independent point of view where... What you say matters, where you get your chance to say what's on your mind and hear it straight down the middle. It's these two programs. Bobby Blackwell starts at 8, 
Orange Lounge Radio follows up at 9. I think that's it. Let's roll around for last words. Um, Ari. The newest episode of Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series is up, and once I'm off here, I'm going to go right watch that. Sounds like a plan. Same. <laughs> you saw the pre... You saw the uh, thumbnail for the video, right? I did. <laughs> Mako-chan! Um, I watched the Sailor Moon musical and questioned why they had sequins on their palms. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm going back to watching Pokemon and cleaning. Mm. Avalon! Oh, I'm gonna go back to cutting out fabric, and then I'm gonna get myself a nice cup of green tea and pass the F out. I hear you on passing out. Yeah, um... being thirsty can take it out of you. <laughs> <laughs> that Gatorade quenched that thirst! Um, I'm really tempted to try out these awesome chips from Canada, but on the same token... You want to think... share this great feeling with all of us. No, I don't! <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> let's not go... Let's not even... Sharing is caring, Rana. Fine, I will share the wealth as long as y'all chip in. Five bucks per person. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and also, I was contacted by Viz last week, and... In an upcoming uh, d- uh, box set, they'll be um, showing off my massive Ronma One Half collection. <laughs> I think that's really awesome. Nice. And my Volume Three box set hasn't gotten here yet. Hopefully, it'll be here tomorrow. So that is it. We'll be doing new episodes down the line. So we'll let you know how our um, weekend was. So I think that's it. So let's get up on out of here. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Avalon. Great fight, great night. See you next week. See you later. Night. Stay hydrated, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Say good night, Avalon. Don't get thirsty. Oh, God. I'm done. I'm going to bed. I'm grinding myself. I'm done. Oh, man. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamathane!